ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's a Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It is hump day. We made it. Congratulations, Natch. Here in Madrid, it's a holiday tomorrow, right? Have you got any plans for the holiday, Natch? No. No, you're not going to do anything? No, no series to binge watch? No, I don't have any. Still not tempted to watch House of the Dragon? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the, most of the shows on Vaughn Radio will be record, pre-recorded, including this one. But not for our live viewers on Twitch. No, that's right. There will be a show tomorrow. As usual, it will go up as a podcast. As usual, the Probo Show never stops, friends. Um, and on that note, yeah, we broke into Natch on the 5th of November. We broke into um, the top 100 comedy podcasts in Spain. <laughs> and um, if that is not if that is not official proof that I'm bilingual, <laughs> I don't know what is. It's official, Natch. We can retire the, the Nivel Athos. If I make a mistake, we change the language. That's, that's what happens now. <laughs> um, a big good morning to Eugene, Vero, Pedro, Rafelka joining us in the live audience today. If you want to join them, it's very simple. You go to twitch.tv barra professional bohemian. So yeah, Apple, Apple approves. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, okay, friends, um, it is currently 8.30 Central European Time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2.30 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. You're listening to the one and only Probo Show. What a show we have lined up for you today, my friends. Um, in the second half, I ask the 100 humans the traits, los rasgos, the traits of a bad boss. Un mal jefe. Um, incomplete the news will find out why a man was stabbed in Pittsburgh and what Disney theme park guests are doing while they're waiting in line. <laughs> Two great pieces of news. Hopefully we have time for both. And today's unpopular opinion. We're taking a little break from um, our the way we see and treat beauty, this series that we're doing. We'll take a little break from that and... Um, and we're going to look at uh, team building exercises. I don't know how to say this in Spanish, Natch. The the elf said, ejercicios de creación de equipos. Is that right? Mm, maybe. All right. Team building exercises. Have you ever done them, Natch? Never. <laughs> well, yeah, we, yeah, you have. Every Wednesday we go for... Well, no, I don't think going for a tortilla and a coffee every Wednesday while Mata talks. <laughs> I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts as a team building exercise. Um... So team building exercises are a waste of time and company resources. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get in trouble one day. Los ejercicios de creación de equipos son una pérdida de tiempo y recursos de la empresa. Team building exercises are a waste of time. Um, we'll find out your opinion on that in, um, uh, in the first half of the show. But first, friends, I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world today. First of all, a quick look at the chat. Rafelka's joining us. How are you doing, Rafelka? Vero, haven't you watched House of Dragons, Natch? Asked Vero, no. He hasn't. I've I've asked him. I've been like, have you seen it? It's good. He doesn't care. And were you that jaded, Natch, by Game of Thrones? We are like, I'm so disappointed. I'm never going to watch anything with people with blonde hair again. <laughs> He's nodding. He's like, no, no more. <laughs> no more George R. R. Martin disappointment for me. It's really good. Eh? <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't Game care. of Thrones was, was really good at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. 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 Well, at least the first season was exceptional. Um, let's continue. Uh, bon to Iron Man. Hey, good morning, folks. How are you doing? BTI. Sorry, elves. Never heard that in Spanish. I think we use team building. Viva España! You know, this is why a show like this one can make it into the top 100 in Spain for comedy podcasts. <laughs> because you use so many goddamn English words. Team building! <laughs> All right, let's get into some news, friends. Oh, do you remember the piece of news, audience and, and Natch, about um, Elon Musk killing monkeys with his Neuralink uh, brain chip. 
Here's a piece of news coming from Business Insider. Thousands of people are reportedly lining up. (laughs) Jeez, Louise. To have a portion of their skull removed and one of Elon Musk's brain chips implanted. Jeez, Louise. Miles de personas hacen cola para que les um, extripen. Extripen una... That's why we're in the top 100, Natch. Don't even question it. Extripen un parte del cráneo y les implanten uno de los chips cerebrales de Elon Musk. Can you believe it? Yeah, people are getting... People are volunteering to have the monkey-killing chip implanted into their brain. You know what it is, Natch? People are looking at, at Twitter. They're thinking, wow, this guy, this is the guy I want to, you know, have a look at my brain, see what you can fix. Jeez Louise, friends. Jeez Louise. Um, uh, yes, we remember people are crazy, says uh, Rafelka. Uh, I was at a team building once. It was really fun. Rafelka says, don't count on me for the Neuralink chip. Yeah, no, me neither, man. Me neither. Thousands of individuals have shown interest in participating in Neuralink's human trials. As reported by Bloomberg, Neuralink co-founder Elon Musk is planning to implant brain chips in humans with the goal of operating on 11 people in the next year and over 22,000 by 2030. Oh, my God. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has approved the trials after initially rejecting the company's bid due to safety concerns. The device, described by Elon Musk as a Fitbit in your skull. A Fitbit in Spanish, I imagine, is un fibi. (laughs) What is it in Spanish, Natch? Go on, tell me. I don't know. It's one of those things, it's like the watch that I have. It counts your steps and you measure your exercise and heart rate. If you know what Fitbit is, let me know. A step counter kind of thing. So a Fitbit in your skull sounds great. Thanks, Elon. I know what I'm getting my mum for Christmas, Natch. A Neuralink implanted into her brain. Um, Aims to assist people with neurological disorders and eventually create human-machine symbiosis. The company is currently seeking its first volunteer willing to undergo a craniectomy to have electrodes um, and super-thin wires inserted into their brain. The procedure involves removing a portion of the skull and replacing it with the device. Neuralink has conducted uh, conducted over 155 animal implantations and is competing um, competing with other brain-computer interface companies. This sounds like a Black Mirror episode. uh, I would never let anything Elon Musk created inside my body. (laughs) Ever. If Elon Musk came up with a brand of frozen pizza, I wouldn't eat it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys are like big Elon fans. I know we have um, listeners from all over the world. Maybe you are. Tell me why I'm wrong in the comments of this, wherever you're listening to it. By the way, a lot of people um, joining the, the, U- the new YouTube channel we have, the Probo Show. Um, uh, but apparently not many of you are subscribed. A lot of people watching, not so many people subscribing. So go ahead and subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com, The Probo Show. Just search for it. Okay, let's continue. Um, yeah, we, we've mentioned in previous shows the controversy regarding Facebook, how they're being sued for um, potentially or willingly or knowingly damaging the mental health of young people. There are child safety concerns, right? Remember that? Well, um, this news in from Forbes. Forbes, again, another great um, publication. A former Facebook contractor, uh, un ex-contratista, would you say? An ex-contractor? Their Facebook. A former Facebook contractor who emailed Mark Zuckerberg about child safety concerns briefs Congress. Um, Informal Congreso de los Estados Unidos. He briefs Congress. And he, um, yeah, he, he told Elon Musk about these child safety concerns. Meta's executives knew the harm that teenagers were experiencing. 
los ejecutivos uf, de Meta conocían el daño que sufrían los adolescentes. Thank you. You're nodding. <laughs> But I know how badly I screwed that up. Top 100 comedy shows in Spain match. I don't know how that happened. Tim Cook. Tim Cook is having a seizure right now. <laughs> Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. Come on, guys. Um, let's see what people are saying. Today's unpopular opinion is a downer um, to me as I was elected to be the moderator and develop team building activities in a conference we're having in early December in London. Let's take them out for a beer, Pedro. Or maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this one. You never know. Let's see when we get to the unpopular opinion. Um, Extripen. Extripen, says um, Vera. Maybe he said that wrong. Um, how are you doing, Ronnie? Welcome, welcome. In Spain, someone jumps from a bridge and called, and it's called puenting, not bungee jumping. That's more someone runs, so it's called running, not jogging. <laughs> uh, team building. Team building. <laughs> Um, true story. We also have balconing and edredoning. What's edredoning? Edredoning was a thing in in llama, Big Brother. Yeah. When where the people get under the edredon. Yeah. And do stuff. And do things. <laughs> edredoning sex, basically. Edredoning. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Spain. <laughs> Adolescentes. Yeah, it's a difficult word for an English mouth. Just you know, give me a break, guys. Um, can we get a nivelazo for um, Vero, who's helping me out with my Spanish here? Thank Buy you. nivelazo. Yeah, now, if you keep on helping me, maybe we'll get into the top 50. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. Arturo Bejar, a former Facebook engineering director and consultant for Instagram, briefed Congress on how meta executives, including Mark Zuckerberg, were aware of the harms Instagram could inflict on teenagers, but did not take significant action. Bejar, drawing from his daughter's negative experience on Instagram, highlighted the gap between the company policies and the actual harmful encounters users face, such as misogyny, um, sexual harassment which often do not violate existing policies yeah problematic platforms when your platform exists only to capture people's attention but you don't have or you don't show any responsibility for the type of interaction that's being had um then they, there should be trouble and facebook meta looks like they're getting into trouble right now we'll follow this story as it progresses and finally um mr beast do you know who mr beast is natch Does anyone in the chat, I'm interested in this, does anyone know who Mr. Beast is? Or is it only the mass freakies, Delos freakies like me, who knows who Mr. Beast is? <laughs> so I'll, I'll wait for someone to answer before I tell you who he is. Mr. Beast, uh, um, I don't know how you'd say beast in Spanish. Beast, animal? Bestia. Bestia, señor bestia. <laughs> oh, Mr. Beast in Spanish. <laughs> Mr. Beast builds a hundred wells in Africa, attracting praise and some criticism. Mr. Beast. Anyone know who Mr. Beast is? Looks like no one. Mr. Beast construye cien pozos en Africa y suscrita elogios y críticas. Elogios? Is that right? Elogios. Elogios. Jeez Louise. There's no pronunciation key with the uh, translation elf match. You know, I'm on my own. It leaves me in the wind here. <laughs> so Mr. Beast is a YouTuber. Um, uh, in Spanish, a YouTuber. <laughs> He's a YouTuber. He's one of the most famous YouTubers there is, earning himself millions upon millions of, of dollars for the content he uploads on YouTube. And recently, he's become known for his um, philanthropic work. Let's get into this um, article by, I think it was by CNN, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, edition CNN. American YouTuber Mr. Beast, also known as Jimmy Donaldson. CNN, that should be the other way around. Jimmy Donaldson, also known as Mr. Beast. Get your writing right. 
um, has launched a project where he claims to have built a hundred wells across Africa, aiming to provide clean drinking water and up to 500,000 people in countries like Cameroon, Kenya, um, Somalia, Uganda, and Zimbabwe. The initiative has raised over $300,000 to support local water aid. Alongside wells, Donaldson also donated educational supplies to Kenyan schools, built a bridge, donated bikes in Zimbabwe. The project has received mixed reactions. Can you believe this? A lot of people think, okay, so a big part of this criticism, right, is that he's only doing it for YouTube views. My argument here is, so what? What have you ever done in your life? What have I done that is as good as that? Building a hundred wells, giving school supplies, bikes, bridges, nothing. So he gets more YouTube views. Good for him. Altruism doesn't exist, folks. There is no such thing as doing something without receiving something in return. Um, and I, I'm, uh, you know, the more I hear about this guy, the more I um, support his altruistic efforts. I think it's amazing. But he has received some uh, mixed reactions, some praising the spotlight on governmental failures in Kenya, while others criticize criticize it for perpetuating, perpetuating stereotypes of Africa needing foreign aid. Critics also question the sustainability of the wells. Yeah, I mean, look, geez, Louise. I mean, if this American dude who's making millions goes out and wants to spend those millions on making Africa a more... A, a better place where people have access to clean water. Well, good for you, Mr. Beast. Uh, Probo approves. Can we get Probo approves? Jeez Louise. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Um, Vero here says, I'm unemployed. I'm a secretary to the management direction of and translator. Maybe you can do something about it, Rob. <laughs> do I, if I need a, a, a better translation, Elf? Vero, I'm going to call. <laughs> but, you know, I don't pay. I don't pay, and I'm very violent to the elves. Just, just so you know, before you apply for the position. <laughs> um, a famous, a famous YouTube my son used to watch, famous for giving away money and kinds of tests. Rafelka, you get a nivelazo for knowing who Mr. Beast buy, is. Buy a nivelazo. All right. Okay, friends. On that note, we're going to go to today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. All right, friends, it's unpopular opinion time. Um, un opinion impopular. Impopular. Right? Opinion impopular. <laughs> it's a brain fart. Un pedo cerebral, un, una rayada. I share it with you on my Instagram. You vote there, but the real decision makers, friends, are the people who are joining me right now in the live audience on twitch.tv barra professional bohemian. Today's unpopular opinion is... Team building exercises are a waste of time and company resources. Los ejercicios de creación de equipos o los team building son una perdida de tiempo y de recursos de la empresa. Um, okay, on Instagram, can you guess what they said, Natch? Mm, I guess they said true. They did. You think by a little, by a lot? By a lot. Yeah, yeah. 74%. Three quarters of the people polled. Quite a, quite a lot of people answered. Uh, three quarters of the people polled said, uh, said, yeah, I think they're a waste of time and company resources. But of course, that's just the people on Instagram. I'm interested in your opinion right now. Uh, good morning, Bridge. Welcome, welcome. Vero said, false team buildings help workers get to know each other and have more confidence in each other when working together. Well, let's get into it, right? I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning. They gave me some pros and cons. Let's get into those right now. Okay. Critics argue that many team-building exercises don't translate to improved productivity or collaboration in the workforce, especially if they're not directly related to the team's specific work challenges. <laughs> you know, I did a team-building once when I was writing for the New York magazine. They sent us all to this massive, like, gymkhana, this massive kind of assault course, <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, I'm a writer. This has nothing to do. So I went, I did it. Admittedly, it was a lot of fun, right? Then I got back to the office in Madrid, and I didn't speak to anyone ever again until I eventually left and came to work here. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. 
Um, resource allocation. Time and money spent on team building could be significant. And if the return on the investment is low, it's seen as an inefficient use of resources that could be better spent on work-related training or equipment. Amen. Can I get a hallelujah? Instead of sending people to do get, play games, you know, why not give them work training, things that could be useful for them? I don't know. A pay rise. I don't know. Um, employee resentment. Mandatory fun can backfire. Yeah. Mandatory fun. <laughs> the best kind of fun, right? The fun you're forced to have. Mandatory fun can backfire. If employees view these exercises as forced interaction, it can lead to resentment or disengagement, potentially harming team dynamics. And finally, in the pro column, agreeing with the sentiment that team building exercises are a waste of time and resources. Team building exercises often do not account for the varying personalities and work styles of team members, which can lead to some individuals feeling uncomfortable or excluded. Perdida, not perdida, perdida. I was saying it wrong right now. Okay, never mind. Thank you, Vera, thank you. Um, team building exercises are valuable. Let's look at the con column, saying that these things, no, they're, they're valuable, Baldy. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, when designed well, team building activities can break down barriers between employees, fostering better communication and understanding. One thing's true. On the team building activity itself, like I worked at, at, um, at the secret network for, for two or three years, I didn't know anyone's names. <laughs> I went in, I sat down, I worked with my team, and then I left. <laughs> and I didn't know. <laughs> I learned, like, it, this happened like two years into my employment there. Finally figured out who I was working with. It was wonderful. <laughs> but then afterwards, I immediately forgot and <laughs> got on with my work. Um, so, yeah, I guess there's some truth to that. When, well, uh, when designed well, team building activities can break down barriers. Next. A morale boost. These exercises can provide a change of pace from daily routines, offer a sense of fun and relaxation, which can boost employee morale and job satisfaction. Next, um, activities that require collaboration can help team members work more effectively together, recognizing each other's strengths and learning how to overcome weaknesses. And finally, identification of leadership qualities. Team building exercises can reveal skills and leadership qualities in employees that may not be visible in the normal course of work. There you go. Those are your pros and cons, friends. What do you think? What do you think? Are, are team building exercises, are they important? Are they, do they help? Or are they just a waste of time and resources? Look, I think maybe they're a bit of a waste of time. But that is just my opinion, friends. And as Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. And they all stink. And that includes mine. So you've never done a team building activity, Natch? No, never. You, you are so lucky. Because I know you, and you would hate it. <laughs> Actually, you're probably more sociable than I am. I feel like I'm a little bit more socially awkward than you. <laughs> like, people will actually come to speak to Natch. <laughs> people only come to speak to me if they need something. <laughs> which is nice. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like I did, I I've got to admit, I've only participated in in a few. I have led team building activities in Vaughan towns. I was at um, I was at kind of an English immersion program where I was in charge of the entertainment there, and I for seven years I led all the team building activities in that environment. It was useful because in a very short space of time you need to create a good dynamic between people. Here's my point about team building activities. If your workplace environment is such where people aren't automatically feeling part of a team, then you then a team building activity is not it's not going to solve your problem. What you need to do is create a work environment where team building happens automatically where people know each other, where people feel comfortable around each other, where people know of each other's strengths and weaknesses, where they don't have to go on a weird retreat for a, a couple of days to find out um, uh, what each other are like. Because if that's what you're doing, you're misspending your cash. What you need to do is build, build a better work environment, in my opinion. And again, 
That's just my opinion. Um, I do have some comments here on um, I received on Instagram with about about this. Um, I will get to those after the break. I'll turn a little attention to the chat right now. Um, let's see. I think I think team building plays a role in developing certain level of sense of belonging in a team. But I do agree it must be well planned, says Pedro. But a socially integrated team in a healthy environment does not need team building. Exactly. Natch and I don't need team building. We speak for two, for an hour every morning <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> in teams that work remotely at different locations, team building activities are necessary. That's probably very true. But on a whole, are they a waste of time and company resources? I don't know the answer to that question, guys. I'm hoping you do. I will post a poll in the chat and you will tell me, are team building exercises, los team buildings, are they una perdida de, tiemp perdida de tiempo y de recursos de la empresa? Are they a waste of time and money for the company? Tell me. All right, friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning. So many. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me in the Natch, and it means the world. See you in a few minutes. Hey, guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, friends? Um, if you're just tuning in. How you, if you're just tuning in, what have you missed? Well, we've been speaking about all sorts of things today. Um, we uh, started the show by mentioning that tomorrow is a holiday here in Madrid, um, but this promo show will be live on Twitch. Um, there will not be an original show on the radio, so it's a podcast exclusive. Uh, so if you're not following the podcast, you have to follow the podcast outside of the Vaughn app. You know, on Spotify or wherever, Spotify, iVox, Apple Podcasts, wherever you subscribe to podcasts, subscribe there and you'll get your fresh episode of original ProBoShow content tomorrow exclusively on the podcast. Or, you know, you can get it on the, on the YouTube as well or if you're a subscriber of mine on Patreon. But you've got to follow me outside of the radio ecosystem because you don't always get the original shows there. Bwah, bwah, bwah. Um, then we looked at um, uh, yeah, Elon Musk's brain chip, his uh, Neuralink implant, and how apparently thousands of people are lining up to, um, to partake in human trials. Crazy. Then we looked at a former, email, uh, former Facebook contractor, contractista apparently, um, uh, of, of um, Facebook, who emailed Mark Zuckerberg to um, make him aware about safety concerns for children. And they didn't really do anything about it. He, um, he expressed these concerns to Congress recently. And finally, how Mr. Beast, the YouTuber, YouTuber Jimmy Donaldson, um, has cl claims to have built 100 wells in Africa. Amazing. Um, how he's donated... Um, reading materials and educational supplies to Kenyan schools, built a bridge, donated bikes to Zimbabwe, and how he's receiving criticism about this. Um, we've done a show about altruism, right? Altruism doesn't exist. That seems to ring a bell to me, Natch. And, um, and yeah, if you're so naive, whereas you think, no, no, it doesn't count unless you're doing it from the goodness of your own heart, then you're not being naive. Altruism doesn't exist. Even when you give money to someone on the street, you know, you get that slight ah feeling of joy, feeling that you've contributed, feeling that you've helped someone. Altruism doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm jaded. That's my view on the world. But as Grandpa Boy used to say, opinions, friends, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. But I'm a big fan of uh, what Jimmy Donaldson is doing and, and good for you, sir. I mean, God, how many um, how many charities do have I given to for helping kids in Africa? This guy has gone out and done it on his own. Good for him. That's what I say. Good for him. Um, 
I think Eugene is just hesitant to vote, says Pedro. Ah, vote on what? Well, we have today's unpopular opinion, which was team building exercises are a waste of time and company resources. 74% of people on Instagram said true to that. Let's um, let's dig into some messages I received on Instagram. By the way, if you want to um, participate and talk to me outside the show, you can do that on, on YouTube, obviously, on, on my Patreon, obviously. But um, the quickest way to probably get access to me is on my Instagram, at Professional Bohemian. Bohemia Professional, but in English. It's the same thing on, um, on uh, Patreon. So let's see. Lena says, honestly, most team building stuff feels like forced fun to me. We could use that time to actually get work done. Oh, hallelujah. Me too. <laughs> oh, dear. Am I just, am I wrong about this, Natch? Should I be more social in the workplace? You know what I mean? I don't get. I don't understand why every why why I feel like I'm swimming against the tide constantly. <laughs> I don't get it. You get me. I feel like. I mean, I'm a. I get it. I'm a weird guy. I don't like to talk to people, <laughs> unless you know, unless it's in a, a media environment. I get it. I'm a bit strange. I'm a strange, odd bird. I understand. But I just hate the idea of being forced. Like when, you know, when there's like office parties. I hate that. I hate office parties. <laughs> Especially when they're inside the office. Ah, you mean we're going to party in the place where I'm forced to go and, and spend eight hours of my day? Great. Awesome. Let's do more of that. <laughs> Celebrating your birthday in the office. Oh, it's just all so weird and gross. I like it. <laughs> anyway, Miguel says, I disagree. Um, team building is key to a cohesive brand strategy. Oh, Miguel. It aligns everyone's efforts, which is essential for my team's creativity and collaboration. This seems like a person who's planning <laughs> a team building exercise. Um, Elise says, is this the same one from yesterday? No. Um, I get where you're coming from. Um, I've seen team building unlock some serious out-of-the-box thinking. Someone's here saying it's good for creativity. And Theo writing to us again, um, some of these exercises feel like fluff. Um, fluff. Algo sin consistencia. Algo poco importante. Fluff. I've, um, uh, but I've seen the morale boost they give. All right, whatever. You know, it, why is it always the people um, feel compelled to send a message when the vote isn't going their way? <laughs> well, whatever. Thank you, guys. Thank you for contributing. Um, all right. Um, that's what Instagram says. You know, we've got a mixture of opinions floating around uh, between the chat, Instagram. But let's see how the vote went. So I made the statement that team building exercises are a waste of time and company resources. You guys said... 60% true. Natch, we're in a team together. Would you like to do a team-building activity? Uh, why not? I mean... I'm so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed in you right now. If something is helping to, <laughs> I don't know, to create a better environment, yeah, yeah. it's good. But for me, there has to be some coherence, you say? So, yeah. The yeah, company. Yeah. I mean, Between the job and the, and the, and the activity, right? Yeah, you, you cannot pretend... Uh, uh, I don't know. People be happy when you with doing a team building when there are a lot of difference between the I don't know the, thing, the money you get and the other guy that you are playing with is exactly. getting for the half <laughs> for doing half as you do. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult. There has to be some coherence. Exactly, exactly. I I kind of agree with that statement. I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Like. Yeah, I mean, a team building activity for me fills a gap that some companies have, um, especially companies like this one, right? Where where we all work together, we're all in the same building, we're all pu pulling in the same direction. If a company already, or a company should already have um, a cohesive um, team, right? 
if anyone's pulling away from that, then that is a problem for human resources or management to um, to sort out. Um, I think I think of team building exercises quite often, come on parche, like a patch to place over a poor working environment. Do you know what I mean? Uh oh, look, we've lost control. Let's let's send them to a gincana. <laughs> Yeah, no, and it just feels weird and um, incoherent to me, like not a, like a temporary solution rather than um, rather than actually working on creating an environment where teamwork and um, and positive a positive attitude is um, is prevalent. Uh, I know and that's coming from me, Natch. You've heard me complain so much the last couple of days, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Um, and that's the way I feel about it. You guys seem to agree, but here's one thing, right? Ever more in this um, in this working environment, we find more and more people working in remote places. That our job is becoming more and more online, less and less presential. Where I mean, it's quite often much easier to be um, to be short with a screen name, but where you would probably be a little bit more polite and understanding when you're talking to someone face to face, right? The, I'm talking here about the rise of um, of tools like Teams, Slack, things like that. And sometimes we forget that we're working with other people. Maybe what team building uh, exercises give us are a human face, um, a little level of understanding on a human level uh, between colleagues. And maybe that, my friends, is a good thing. On that note, let's go to 100 Humans. <laughs> Oh my God, friends. It was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question is, eh, what was it? <laughs> Name the traits, los rasgos. Name the traits of a bad boss. Nombra los rasgos de un mal jefe. Natch can't think of a single one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am going to go to him and I'm going to judge whatever you say, Natch. <laughs> Can someone clip this? <laughs> name, the, name the traits of a bad boss. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I am in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers name the traits of a bad boss don't worry friends your bosses aren't listening you can participate name the traits nombra los rasgos de un mal jefe as always we turn to the oracle for the for, to get us off the mark what do you think natch and uh, that they don't give a sample no set they don't set an example mm, that's a great that is a great one. Yeah, that's, that exact wording isn't there. No. Yeah. Sorry. Um, they don't set an example. Okay, I'll tell you what. No. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... it's yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I need you to be... Uh, yeah, no, I can't, I can't accept that one. Sorry, Natch. I was looking for a way. Um, Rafelka says, messy. Messy. Um, untidy, I guess. Uh, messy. Is messy there? No, it's not. It's not there, friends. Messy is not there. Okay. Um, okay. How? Let me, let me help you out here. When... Oh, yeah, this is going to be a difficult one, friends. This is going to be a difficult one. <laughs> All right. Um, when, um, yeah, yeah, this is a this is a difficult one to give clues for. How about, um, you know, the, the yeah, Ronnie here says arrive late for work, and I would consider that. I tell you what. I'm going to get arrive late for work, messy. Don't set an example. I'm going to mush them together. And I'm going to say incompetent. And it's there. Well done. Incompetent. Incompetente. Um, six of 100 people said that one. 
Um, and it's in sixth place. Um, Rafelka says egocentric. Um, egocentrico, would you say in Spanish? Oh, right. Thank you, Natch. Egocentric. Hmm. Yeah, what are some what are some traits of egocentric people? Because you're not a million miles away, um, Rafelka. How you doing alone? Strong welcome, welcome. Um, they're always shouting orders and they don't listen, says Vero. <laughs> oh, Natch, my ears are burning. Um, <laughs> they're always shouting orders and they don't listen. I'm going to say that is demanding behavior. Well done. It's there. It's there. It's the fourth most popular answer with 10 of 100 humans saying demanding. <laughs> Eugene says they're swearing a lot. Jeez, Louise. It's like these guys work in our room, man. <laughs> they're swearing a lot. <laughs> Let's say that means rude. They're rude. Maleducados. Rude. Is it there? Yes, it is. <laughs> rude is there. 20 of 100 humans' second most popular answer. Um, very, you're doing really well, guys. I expected this to be, um, to be, you know, a little bit more difficult. Um, Alone Strong says a lack of empathy. A lack of empathy. So that would be, really mean inflexibly, right? They're unflexible. They don't understand. They're not understanding enough. Un inflexible is inflexibly. Un inflexible there. Yes, it is. Well done. Always shouting orders. Shouting. Shouting. Sounds to me like disrespectful behavior. That's there. Well done. All right. Um, 16 of 100 humans said that one. You've only got two more left to, um, to identify. They think they're always right. <laughs> That's kind of demanding. On yeah. They think they're always right. Rafalka says lazy. Alone Strong says lack of focus. Hmm. You know, we could mush all those together. If you, someone lacks focus and they're lazy, a lack of respect. Okay, I'm going to take that, Alone Strong. They're unfair, right? They lack... They don't have enough respect, so they're unfair. Traits of a bad boss. That one's the first, the most popular answer. Well done. Um, okay. Um, how about if your boss didn't even speak to you? What would you call that? If they didn't check in, they didn't, um, uh, they didn't check in with you. They didn't, you did, they didn't know what you were working on. What would be a word for that, Natch? I don't know. In Spanish? Spanish would be something like despotico or... or des descuidado, maybe. Descuidado. Yeah, like neglectful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well done! <laughs> Alone Strong says, ignoring their employees, lack of empathy. You guys killed it today. Neglectful, it's there. Uh, all right. When I asked 100 humans to name traits of a bad boss in position number seven, they said they are neglectful, descuidado. Yeah, they don't, you know, they're neglectful. They ignore their employees or, you know, they don't have enough respect for their employees to keep up with what they're doing. In position number six, they're incompetent, incompetente. You know, they're telling you to do stuff that they can't do themselves. All right. In position number five, they're inflexible. Yeah, no, they're inflexible. It's their way or the highway. They're inflexible. In position number four, they're demanding, too demanding, exigente. In position number three, we had disrespectful. 16 of 100 humans said disrespectful, irrespectuoso. In position number two, is rude. Grossero, would you say? How do you say rude? Yeah, grossero. Right, now I'm confused. What? <laughs> and finally, in position number one, um, according to 24 of 100 humans, the most bad trait or the most obvious trait of a bad boss, unfair. Injusto. 
There you go. Well done, guys. Irrespectuoso, says uh, Vero. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right, guys, on that note, let's go to complete the news. Complete the news! Okay, my friends, it's complete the news time. Here we go. Strap yourselves in. Ponte los cinturones. Here we go. Um, I'm going to give you a real news headline. Un titular real. Um, and I'm going to ask you to complete the news. Why? Because I'm going to leave out some important information and give you three options. A, B, or C. If you are one of the many people watching the show but aren't participating, this is your moment. Because all you have to write is A, B, or C. Okay? So here we go. Let's complete the news. A man is stabbed repeatedly after asking a Pittsburgh woman for blank. <laughs> Keep it clean. It's early in the morning. Kids are listening. Man stabbed repeatedly after asking a Pittsburgh woman for blank. Apuñalado, right? Apuñalado stabbed? All right. Apuñalado. Un hombre apuñalado. Asido apuñalado. Uh, tras pedir repetidamente a un mujer de Pittsburgh, blank. Pero what? Is it A, um, a TV remote control, el mando de la tele? Is it B, a sandwich? Or is it C, a massage? C? There was nothing too sexual there. <laughs> so a man stabbed after repeatedly asking a Pittsburgh woman for, is it A, a TV remote, mando a distancia, mando a la tele. Is it B, a sandwich, un bocadillo, or un sandwich? <laughs> or is it C, a massage, a massaje? Uh, this piece of news from ground.news.com. All right. Okay. What do you think, Natch? What do you think this is? Sandwich. You think a sandwich? Sandwich, B. There are people in the chat that agree with you, but... Most of them are leaning towards A. All right, guys. Let's see. Let's see. Man stabbed after repeatedly asking a Pittsburgh woman for... The answer is... A, a TV remote control. Chat one, notch the zero. All right, here we go. TV remote control. So an in the incident happened around 12.15 a.m. Tuesday um, in Pittsburgh, Bedford, Dwellings neighborhood. Michelle Robinson, 57, of Pittsburgh, is charged with aggravated assault. The victim told police Robinson was keeping the remote control from him in her purse, and he asked, he asked her for it multiple times. Maybe a little bit of an overreaction. But you know what, Natch? When you want to watch House of the Dragons, <laughs> don't let anything stop you. <laughs> Just saying, it's a great show. <laughs> so, if you were listening to the beginning of the episode, that was a callback. That's your fault. All right, anyway. <laughs> the TV is pure evil, says Eugene. Yeah, yeah. See what it's doing to people, to communities. All right, let's get into the second piece of news. This one coming from um, the NewYorkPost.com. Disney theme park guests, los clientes de los parques de, temáticos de, de Disney, or parques de atracciones de Disney. Um, Disney theme park guests are blank while waiting in line for rides. Mientras esperan en la cola de los atracciones. All right. So Disney theme park guests are blank while waiting in line for rides. Here we go. Is it A? They are wasting millions of dollars. Is it B? Theme park guests are entering into a mild form of hypnosis. Or is it C? Pooping. <laughs> okay. Disney theme park guests are blank while waiting in line for lights. Malgastar millones de dólares? Is it A, malgastar millones de dólares? A, wasting millions of dollars. B, entering into a mild form of hypnosis. Entrar en una forma leve de hipnosis. Or is it C, pooping? Caca. 
<laughs> A, B, or C. Disney theme park guests are blank while waiting in line for rides. Ooh. The chat here. I think the chat here. Yeah, let's see. Well, let's see first what Natch says. What do you think, Natch? B. You think B, entering into a mild form of hypnosis. The chat, um, uh, a few of them have said B. Most of them are saying C. I think they're going for the most funny answer, pooping, because it's a funny word, <laughs> rather than, um, rather than you know, thinking it through. Let's see. No, 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 they've settled on C. They've settled on C. Okay, let's see uh, what's correct. Disney theme park guests are... <laughs> the answer is C, pooping. <laughs> Jeez, Louise Natch. It's a false Friday for you. That's why you did so badly today, I think. Um, yeah, pooping. It's pooping. It's not entering into a mild form of hypnosis. Um, let's see. This is from the New York Post. Um, los clientes de los parques temáticos de Disney hacen caca mientras esperan en la cola de, los, de las atracciones. Visitors at Disneyland and Disney World have been reported to defecate while waiting in long lines for rides, with incidents being discussed on social media. A Reddit user mentioned witnessing a child defecating on the floor in a queue for the Rise of the Renaissance ride at Disney World. Uh, the wait times for this attraction can exceed 90 minutes. Jeez Louise, 90 minutes. Employees referred to the referred to as cast members have confirmed such incidents with one mentioning a location within an attraction that became known as the poop hall. Oh my god, the poop hall. A hall is a big room. Okay, uh, due to frequent occurrences. Despite efforts like installing cameras, the problem persists. Jeez Louise, <laughs> that's disgusting. Anyway, all right, friends. Wow, what a show today. We've covered so much news. Again, you can get access to all those pieces of news with them um, descriptions every single day on my Patreon, patreon.com barra forward slash professional bohemian. Um, yeah, follow the, follow the show on YouTube, on Instagram. Um, and yeah, and that's about it for today, friends. Uh, guys, thank you so much for participating in the best part of my day every single day. Uh, a lot of things you could have been doing today. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me in the Natch, and it means the world. See you tomorrow.